Welcome back to the next edition of Faith Matters. Just want to give God praise. God's been good. Last time I talked on the podcast, um, my wife was having some issues with shingles on top of the cancer and everything else that was going on, and and the shingles have uh, run their course, and and my wife is doing great. That's uh, gone. She was able to get her treatment in last week, and yet again, have to take her again for treatment tomorrow. But she's still alive and doing well. I just tweeted just the other day, it's been about a 17-month journey battling this stage 4 lung cancer. And in the beginning, doctor said, hmm, you might have six months, maybe a year, if you're lucky, with treatments. And so we've been doing this for 17 months. So I, I give God the praise because my wife's still here. She's still smart as a whip. She's still got her brain intact. And she's still praising God along this journey. So, uh, you know, I can't complain. I I was a little concerned when the first time we had to do radiation on her brain. I was like, oh, is she going to lose memories? Is she going to remember who I am? But no, she's been good. God has kept her. And so I give God the praise for all of that. But before I go any further, just want to go ahead and take a moment to go and pray. And pray us into this. Well, Heavenly Father, I just thank you. Lord, I thank you for all the things that you've been doing. I thank you for the mountains that you've moved for Christine and I. It's been an amazing blessing. And Lord, I just I just praise your name for everything that you've done, Lord. I praise your name for those that are out there praying for us, Lord. You've given us a circle of uh, believers that are just praying with us and praying with us through the storm. And Lord, I thank you for the testimony that you continue to give Christine and that we're able to share what, what you're doing through Christine and her body and the, the different things that we've gone through and the healings. And Lord Jesus, I just I give you all the praise. Lord, I pray that tonight the message that I'm bringing forth, that it speaks to the person that needs to hear it. There has to be somebody out there who just absolutely needs to hear this, Lord. And I pray for them because, because they need it. And I pray that you give me the right words to speak into their lives, Lord, so that it moves them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, after that quick update with Christine, hopefully soon we'll get another scan and we'll get to see how the treatments are doing throughout her whole body, uh, so I get a little more detail from a CAT scan. But until that point, I'll update you, everybody when I get that. Um, but tonight, I was at church with our youth group. Pastor Jason was preaching. We had a very powerful message. He's talking about waiting, mating, dating. Um, you know, February is the month of love for all those Valentine's Day people out there. And um, just just speaking into the heart of, of the young people and talking about how to find the right relationships, what to look for, how to know that she or he is the one. Just many amazing things that Pastor Jason shared. And we had an altar call which was amazing, and one of the gentlemen, I, I just felt this message to share with him, and it was, how are you going to eat if you're not hungry? And you may say, what? What does that mean? How are you going to eat if you're not hungry? You see, we have to be hungry for the Word. We have to be hungry to have a deeper relationship with God. If you're not hungry, 
You're not going to come to the the kitchen. You're not going to come to the table. You see, God provides the table and the banquet, but if we're not hungry, we're not going to partake of it. We're going to continue to go on about our daily lives and just ignore what God has for us. So I want to challenge each and every one of you, if you're not reading your Bibles, you've got to get into the Word. The Word will speak to you. Example, Hebrews 4.12, For the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of our heart. The word is sharper than a two-edged sword. You see, the word can cut. The word speaks and pierces your soul. It brings conviction. If you're not in the word, how are you going to know what's right and wrong? Are you going to get that from the TV? I don't think so. (laughs) They're going to say, everything's fine. As Pastor Jason mentioned tonight, love is love. That's what they tell you. Everything's love, 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 love. But the reality is God's word speaks differently. Another, another verse about the Word, John 1.1, 1, 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Think about that. So Jesus Christ is the Word, and yet we need to be in the Word, learning, receiving. We have to have a healthy fear of God, because in that fear of the Lord brings wisdom. So if, we don't, if we're not hungry... So think about this. Think about what causes you to get hungry. What causes you to be tempted to get dinner? You know, we have this rumbling in our stomach. Or some, sometimes we just look at the time like, oh, it's dinner time. We may not even be hungry, but we think, oh, it's 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock at night. It's time for dinner. And so we have to figure out, okay, what am I going to eat? Where am I going to go? Who's going to make my dinner? Am I going to go buy it somewhere? But if you're not hungry, then you're not going to come to the table. And so we have to be hungry for a deeper walk, a deeper relationship with the Lord. Because we want the Lord to have a relationship with us. And it's not that the, that God's not trying to have a relationship with us. It's us that don't have time. Do you remember when you were a kid? I remember being outside and we used to play um, baseball in the street. And uh, <laughs> it seems kind of crazy now when I think about it. But, yeah, we had a baseball, or we played baseball. We really didn't use an actual baseball. We used a tennis ball. But we had, you know, our wooden bats and aluminum bats. And we had our bases set out in the middle of the street. And uh, we would just go out there and play baseball. And I just remember playing baseball almost every day until the sun went down. I would uh, when my parents would call me to come in for dinner. I, I'm like, oh, can I have some more time? It's not dark yet, because we're so focused on what we're doing and enjoying at the moment that we aren't ready to partake of dinner with the family. You see, in that relationship with God, sometimes it just happens the same way. We're so caught up in our job, we're so caught up in our future and our goals. Are we in school? I got to study, I got to do a test. But if we're not giving God any of that time, then we're not partaking with Him. We're not breaking bread with Him. We're not fellowshipping with Him. We're missing out on so much more. And it's that simple idea that if 
you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make a horse drink. And so I just want to challenge you to make time. Make time for God. Make time for the Word. Make time to just sit in your room, turn off the lights, and sit in silence and just pray. Sometimes we just need to turn off the world because the world is constantly attacking us from our cell phones that make noises and screens light up and notifications and messages and to our emails, to our TVs that say, hey, look at me, look at me, to our kids, to our spouses. There's always something going on. To your pets, (laughs) God knows if you have a dog or cat, you know, they just jump in your lap and they bark at you or they... They claw on you. <laughs> Everything is trying to fight for your attention. But God. The still small voice. So when you when you read the word, um, I love this verse. Psalm 119.11 I have stored up your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. So we have to store up the word. We have to read it, consume it, meditate on it, and store it. And the best way to store it is to continue to consume it. Because the more you consume it, the more it just becomes a second nature. And I'm just amazed at all the Bible verses that have just really become stored in my memory. Because I'm constantly reading them. And I, if somebody starts a Bible verse, I can finish it. And it's, it's, you know, five, six years ago. I don't know if I could really say that. I, of course, knew some of the major Bible verses, but not, not that many. But over the years, it's just, they become more apparent. They're at the tip of my tongue. So if you're, if you're ready, if you're ready to have a deeper relationship with the Lord, ready to dive deeper, spend time, spend time alone, some quiet time, spend time in the Word, pray, ask God for wisdom, guidance, knowledge, understanding. I can tell you, everything I'm going through in my relationship with my wife, her battle with the sickness, it's not me that has the strength. I I continually seek the Lord, and I ask for guidance from the Lord, and say, all right, God, I see what the world's telling me, and how man is saying, it doesn't look so good, but I continue to trust in you. And it's not my strength, it's God's strength. Like At my weakest moments, God is there pushing me, saying, all right, you can do this. And, and and I have to be honest, sometimes when these things come up like the shingles, like, all right, God, how are you going to work this one out? I just have this faith that God's going to do it. And then instead of getting mad about it, I'm like, all right, God, I'm not going to get mad about this because I know you're going to heal her. I know you're going to help her through this. And, and then it's going to give Christine yet another testimony of something that she has come down with and yet overcome again. So next time you have a battle, look at your battle and say, all right, God, God, I'm going to look at this battle, but I'm going to give it to you because I know that you can get me through this. I know with you, all things are possible. So let your faith, let your faith in the Lord continue to get you through. So I just want to thank you for taking a moment out of your day to listen. And I'm just going to close this out in prayer. Heavenly Father, I just thank you. Lord Jesus, I thank you for giving me a spouse, Lord. A spouse, Lord, that has a heart for you. Lord, I thank you for for the struggles, the trials, and tribulations, because through them, 
you've given us a testimony that Babel speaks volumes to how you move and how you work, Lord. Although these things have not been easy at times, Lord, you've continued to give us the strength to overcome. You've been able to give us the knowledge to look past and look through what man says is, is impossible. Lord Jesus, I just pray for anyone out there who is coming into these storms, these seasons, these trials, these tribulations, Lord, that you give them the strength, you give them the guidance. Lord, you, you point them to where they need to be in your word so that they can receive the truth and the knowledge and understanding of how you're going to answer their prayers and continue to push forward and give them a testimony as well. Lord Jesus, I just thank you. I give you the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can do so on Twitter at KNG Music. Uh, our website's still out there, kngmusicministry.com. You know, hey, if you have questions, please reach out. If you have encouragement, reach out. I, I can't tell you how many encouraging things I read a day, and I just praise God for them. I'm like, man, look at this. And and I just, it's God. It's not me. And I, I say, <laughs> give God the glory because God's doing big things. So we just pray you have a wonderful day and make it a great one. God bless.